All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan for today, Alex Yoder. Alex, thanks so much for taking the time, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's an honor. Really excited and, and a very special episode indeed because this is the first representation of property management on this series. Really excited just to dive into that side of the real estate business and let everybody out there know uh, what's going on and, and, and kind of diving into you as well. Um, so if it's all right, Alex, let's just dive into it if you're yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, so I guess start by telling everybody a little bit about yourself. So I'm a 35-year-old uh, old millennial. Oh, and, love it. Uh, love it. Uh, I'm an Air Force brat. Uh, my dad actually retired as a colonel and, okay. uh, after 22 years in the Air Force. And um, I moved to Colorado Springs when I was about 13 years old. Wow. Yeah. Been here for a bit then. Been here for a little good. while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of my life, really. Okay. So, I mean, when we were overseas in England and Turkey, I, I don't remember a whole lot about the details of that. So, wow. um, but uh, yeah, so we came here. Um, I am a husband and a father of three kids. Hmm. Um, and I am a property manager. Um, I've been doing property management for about 15 years now. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. That, and, that, and that's a big standpoint, obviously, into who you are and where you're from and what's going on. Uh, being a, I guess, a transplant native, if you will, which yeah. I think is fantastic. Exactly. Most of us are, you know, that are from here, very few actual natives. But you had, had mentioned, and so had I, about property management. So, Alex, what was it that got you into the business? Kind of what was your career path to get to where you are today? Well, I... <laughs> I went to college originally after graduating in 2001 from Pine Creek hmm. um, and uh, went to uh, Pikes Peak Community College. Okay. And I actually had horrible study habits. I was a terrible student. Unreal. Um, believe it or not. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I dropped out um, okay. actually at that point. And, you know, you know, a lot of people that I knew of at the time, they, it seemed like they had direction, okay. and I didn't feel like I really had that. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but after going through that kind of challenging experience um, and effectively failing, hmm. um, I um, was kind of on a soul-searching expedition to figure out what was next. And wow. I have family. My, my parents owned a fourplex at the time, hmm. and I have other family, my uncle specifically, who um, was somewhat of a real estate investor and... Um, and as dumb as it sounds, I enjoyed looking at real estate magazines. Uh, not at all. <laughs> no, this is so great. something as silly as that kind of kind of piqued my interest, and um, I said, you know what, I I want to do real estate. Okay. And what's somewhat unique is that I went into my licensing um, to do property management. You know, a lot wow. of a lot of my peers kind of started out doing sales and sure. um, sort of wanted more of a consistent income and that kind of stuff, but. Mm -hmm. uh, from day one, I've been sort of a unique breed wow. and uh, decided to do PM. That's, so. that's big. And, and as we kind of discussed a little bit uh, before we went live here, everybody, it's, there's, there's a difference between you know, being licensed, you know, not being in sales as a realtor, but you still have that designation. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's important for everybody to know as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a proud realtor. Yeah. And I'm a member of good. the real estate community and PPAR and all that stuff. So. Love it. Huge. Okay, so when it comes into the passion behind property management, obviously you getting in and, and having that background, 
Um, you know, I just wanted to thank you again for being on the show. J just to kind of keep everybody uh, updated, uh, you know, Alex was supposed to be up at the Capitol today, and he was going to, you know, handle some uh, legislative information. So would you mind sharing a little bit of that um, with, with everybody? Yeah. Um, so landlords and uh, you know, private property owners um, are somewhat, I would say, under fire this year, mm -hmm. um, sort of in the legislative world because of, you know, high rents and that sort of thing. Okay. And so what we see is um, legislators who want to sort of ease the burden for tenants. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times with the bills that are introduced, um, their heart is absolutely in the right place. But, um, you know, sometimes, so for example, the bill that I went to testify on last week, right. um, the heart was in the right place, but because the folks who are sort of writing that bill um, don't necessarily uh, know sort of everything about how it may impact um, our society, hmm. um, you, basically they're, 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 they're setting out to sort of stop unscrupulous landlords from kind of ripping off tenants, right? Wow, yeah. Um, but the way the bill ends up getting written actually kind of hurts good landlords, not the unscrupulous ones, right? Uh -huh. um, so, you know, what I've been trying to do along with my team and some other members of NARPM and um, Betsy Madsen with our office mm -hmm. um, and some of my other peers is give that other side of the story. Okay. And um, if nothing else, help to shape that legislation in a way that... Um, makes it more balanced sure. so that it more reflects the heart of the way that it was originally intended. Hmm. Um, so that's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this year, the way that the uh, legislature is structured is uh, most of those bills are probably going to pass, okay. um, but we're doing everything we can to um, influence them as positively as we think we can. Hmm. So. And I love that, and I, I'm really glad that you were able to share that with the audience today, just because it, there is a big piece of the puzzle as far as property management is concerned and what you guys do on, on a regular basis, um, and you guys are not all created equal, so I know that there tends to be some, some negativity towards property managers, and oh, you know, I can't find a good one, and that, what's going on here? So I think that obviously professionals like you who care and really want to make an impact and difference, you yeah. do what's necessary. Um, you know, on that government level, really high end to try to help everybody out there, um, yeah. you know, which I think is huge. It yeah. shows you care. So um, I want to thank you for that. Yeah, sure. absolutely. And, and, you know, my first experience with that specifically was uh, last year when we were uh, introducing the squatters bill. Mm -hmm. And um, I had the honor of um, testifying for that bill to try to get that legislation to pass, which basically protects private property owners from people basically kicking in the door and saying, mm -hmm. now this is mine, um, and having to previously go through the entire eviction process when they had no right th to be there to begin with. Wow. And so that was super fun, and uh, honestly it got me just real pumped up to kind of be more involved in that way. Mm -hmm. um, and it's neat to see, it's really neat to be on the ground floor and uh, see your efforts actually make an impact. It's pretty, it. pretty special. Yeah, that's big, Alex. And I, so I think for, for everybody out there, this is a beautiful segue into the next question, which ends up being what's your why? I mean, what motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning to do what you do to the level you do it at? Well, I have a couple. Okay. Um, you know, some, some are kind of more overarching, whereas mm -hmm. the other ones are more day-to-day. -day. Love it. Um, but, you know, of course, I will mention... Um, that I'm a, I'm a Christian man, mm -hmm. and I want to live my life in a way that is uh, God-honoring, and wow. so that's huge for me on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that, I, of course, want to honor my family and do right for my, my wife and for my kids. Sure. Um, I, you know, one of the biggest things that kind of has kind of been an, kind of the overarching thing that I mentioned mm -hmm. is 
um, I've always had a heart for people who live in the margins of our society, mm. and um, you know, from homeless outreach to um, you know clothing drives and those sorts of things. Mm. Um, and you know, I've had different ideas of what that may look like, but I know that I want to make a big impact for our society, for our community in Colorado Springs, in a big way. Wow. And I know that it takes capital to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, in, in as big a way as I want to sure. <laughs> make that impact. So um, that's been a huge driving force for me. Like, I just want to, and again, I don't know exactly what that's going to mean. Mm -hmm. I've kind of gone all over the place with it. But, sure. Um, I want to, uh, I want to leave a little bit of a footprint uh, in that regard. Wow. So. I love that. I mean, you touched on so many different powerful whys, right, when it comes to spirituality and then family and obviously giving back to community and charity. Uh, that's really what it should all be about, and those are so many positive, positive driving forces. Obviously, to allow you to do what you do, it, it, it's above us, right? It, it's so much yeah, more. So. It has to be. It has to be. It has to be beyond you. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, um, I mentioned this on Facebook recently. Okay. I, I went to a memorial service um, for one of our vendors, actually hmm. one of the sales reps um, for one of our vendors, wow. and I, I felt like I walked away from that memorial service with a fresh reminder that. Um, you know, accolades and these kinds of things mm -hmm. are special, but if you're not doing, if you're not working and working hard to help other people, if it's all about you, then really you have nothing. Well so. said. Well said, everybody. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Alex. That was really great. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's so, so much honesty to that, and that, that's fantastic. So getting a, a deeper idea into who this man is and what he represents. So this is great. So let's go to the uh, education or the advisory portion of this. It's actually one of the crowd pleasers. Some of the uh, seasoned professionals or newer professionals who are getting into the business, they love the answer to this question because they want to learn um, how the Titans have grown and scaled their business, how they've had successes and failures, that sort of thing. So if you could look back at your career thus far, pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one place to the next, yeah. what's that look like for you? So I am, I call myself a business nerd. Okay. You know, right. <laughs> I, like, I like where he's going with this. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of businesses. You know, people have sports teams. I have you know, companies that I follow, wow. you know, okay. behind this camera, I have my stress ball collection. Yes. <laughs> very, very nice. I'll take a picture and put it in the comments. This yeah. is really it. Um, you know, part of the reason I have that is it's kind of a joke that property management is stressful. And so it makes sense that a property manager would have oh, a stress ball collection. So but beyond that, you know, company swag, like just branding and marketing and everything to do with uh, kind of creating and forming your business and your image. Like I, I totally nerd out on all of that stuff. But in that same vein, kind of what's taking me to the next level, I think, is um, that I am I am a systems nerd mm -hmm. on an extreme level. Wow. So, um, you know, when I started at this company, I don't know if many people know the history of Dorman Real Estate Management. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, Todd Dorman, um, my employing broker and now my partner, hmm. um, he bought McGinnis Property Management. At least, I'm sorry, he bought McGinnis' property management portfolio. Okay. Um, and for folks who have been around uh, for any length of time, McGinnis was a large local company for many years. Right. Um, and that, that occurred about 10 years ago. Hmm. And when I started with Dorman about eight years ago, um, I, the systems weren't there. Okay. And so I had the distinct pleasure of really just spreading my wings hmm. and nerding out. And, it, you know, a lot of people would think, would go to a new, new company and think, 
know, they don't have anything together. What is this? I don't yeah. work for this company. Interesting. I thought, I love that it's broken because I love fixing it. You know what I mean? That's a challenge, right? <laughs> you saw the challenge and you tackled it. It's yeah. part of your passion. And it wasn't, I mean, broken is probably a little extreme, but right. um, there was so much opportunity for me to integrate systems and processes. Hmm. And that gave me a serious sense of purpose when I could create a system or process and see that positively help the employee with knowing exactly what they're supposed to be doing and how they're supposed to be doing and consistently providing quality service to the client, which is wow. obviously huge. Mm -hmm. People want consistency. Agreed. Um, and so th that's what it was all about for me. And okay. so that, you know, over the last, it, it takes time, you mm -hmm. know. Property management is hard to do well, hmm. really hard to do well. Wow. Um, and that's why, you know, you often, a lot of agents who have property manager contacts have horror stories of agents or managers they've referred to and things went south and I'm sympathetic to that because it's very difficult to do this well. Right. Um, the beauty of that for me as a systems nerd is that there's so much opportunity as a systems nerd mm -hmm. to add systems, right? Right. Um, because there's a lot of cracks to fill. Um, Love it. So that's kind of what I've loved about So in short, um, re refining our systems mm -hmm. Um, to provide consistent service is kind of what's really taken us to the next level. And th I think that's why we've been successful. Uh, I think that's, that's huge advice. Uh, going out, anybody who's listening or watching to this, it really comes down to whatever your business platform is, finding proper systems to be as consistent as possible with that customer service and with that product or service is crucial for everybody. So, and, and no one's exempt from that. So that's, that's really good things. If you don't have proper systems, you got to get them. You got to get them fixed. Uh, you know, give this guy a call. Maybe you can help you out. He nerds out on that information. So I think that's awesome, Alex. Yeah. And one other thing, real quick. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, for sure. Kind of in that same idea or same question. Yeah. Um, I think that you have to be very receptive to listening to things you don't want to hear. Oh, okay. um, I think that in business, a lot of us, when we hear negative feedback, we get defensive. Right. We think about, um, you know, why we disagree as opposed to saying, well, I don't necessarily agree with everything they're saying, but what could I have done differently? Sure. And so that's so huge. A lot of, you know, a lot of folks that I've talked to kind of get just very, it's very natural to get defensive mm -hmm. and to not look for the opportunity to improve your business. Wow. Um, so that is another huge tip that I think. Agreed. You have to be looking for that. So. And, and I think that... I, you, you said that so beautifully as far as breaking it down and being able to take that criticism in a positive note. Now, there's negative people. They're just going to tear anybody down and everything yeah. down. It's not constructive. Yeah. But if it truly is constructive criticism, yeah. take that in and become better, stronger because of it. But yeah. you have to be humble enough to do that. It's hard. Right? You, you, yeah, exactly. You have to be able to say, I'm not perfect, mm -hmm. and I'm going to mess up. And um, and still be okay with yourself, you know. Wow. Um, yeah. You can't get proud about it, you know. Sure. Um, just be completely objective. Um, and I know I exhaust some of our some of our team members here because sure. I tend to be extremely objective. Yeah. Uh, you know, when folks don't always want me to be, you know, okay. uh, when venting is occurring or whatever. Right. Um, but I, I feel like if you're a business that wants to go to the next level, whether you like it or not you have to listen to, to people, even if you don't want to hear what they're saying. So. Wow, Alex, this is strong stuff. Hopefully everybody took that down. This is a really, really great advice for any business owner, entrepreneur, or anything like that. So um, let's go into the next question to get everybody to know you a little bit deeper. This is the tricky part of the interview. It is the challenge question. So 
Alex, if you could look back at your life, um, you know, a challenge that you dealt with, that you overcame, you became stronger because of it, uh, what does that look like for you? Well, one of the hardest things that I've been through in my life was um, really from, you know, age 18 to probably age uh, 23, 24, okay. um, sort of trying to figure out what my purpose was, mm-hmm. you know, and figure out why I'm here. And, sure. Uh, and figure out what fits my DNA. Um, a lot of people, at least when I was in high school, uh, it felt like everyone knew what they wanted to be. Right. They knew what they were passionate about. And I was kind of in the corner like I had no idea. Sure. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, you know, just kind of that journey of, again, you know, going back to what I said before, um, you know, quitting college. Right. And um, I was in business school at the time doing mm-hmm. that. Now I've since been back to get a degree in business, but um, that was more just kind of nice to have, you know? Sure. Um, but again, figuring out what I wanted to do, um, I previously had worked for another company where um, I didn't fit the culture at all, mm-hmm. and because of that, um, it really drove me into depression, uh, and I was there for many, many years, um, uh, because I had to support my family, and at the end of the day, it was about, you know, paying the bills and putting a roof over their head, even though I was completely miserable, you right. know? Sure. <laughs> um, but that, that, that experience taught me a lot. Um, it taught me the value of putting your head down and grinding. Mm. Um, it taught me um, sometimes when you're in the tunnel, you can't see the light at the end of it. Mm. But you have to keep on one step at a time moving forward. Oftentimes, and I've, I reflect on that mm-hmm. even to this day when I'm going through other challenges, maybe not on that level. Sure. Um, but sometimes I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But now, because of my experience, I, I know um, what that means. I know that there is still light, mm-hmm. and as long as I keep on taking one step at a time, um, I'll eventually get there. And so, wow. um, yeah, so that's kind of the hardest thing. That, so because of that, I, I have a real heart for people who are struggling with direction mm-hmm. and who are looking for employment. Wow. Um, so I, I've given, I've helped a lot of people get jobs. Love it. <laughs> a lot of friends get jobs. Sure. Because um, I, I, I remember that feeling, and it was awful, but. Mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate to have, I was actually going to get out of the business entirely at that time. Wow. And I learned that it's, it's, it's not always about what you're doing, but who you're doing it with. Mm-hmm. And so I came here, my, my broker, employee broker, Todd Dorman, is phenomenal. Um, it's really because of him and because of the opportunity that he's given, here to, given me here to spread my wings. Um, he completely just said, I trust you do your thing, wow. which most bosses don't do. No, um, not at all. So just kind of stepping back has been the reason that I've been able to, to find uh, you know, various levels of success in what I'm doing. So. And that's a, that's a huge share, by the way, Alex. So I just want to thank you right off the bat for, for doing that. It's not easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody. And going through challenges, I think that at some point everybody is struggling with who they are, what direction is going through. And some people take longer than others, and some people have multiple career changes. That's okay. The fact that you got to the point where you were miserable and or depressed, that's really tricky, and depression is a serious thing. Um, you know, people that are constantly happy and just full of energy, I'm always the glass half full kind of guy, really happy. So I've always had a hard time dealing with that, but really having mm-hmm. personal experiences with my family members dealing with levels of depression, really understanding that it's serious. Yeah. But constantly working and overcoming, and obviously that not stopping you from reaching your goals. You kept pushing forward, thinking about your family and mm-hmm. what you wanted to do to continue, and look where you are today. 
Sure. I think that's the important thing for everybody to take away, right? So. And the I think the challenge that we all have as human beings is, you know, we go through an experience and we learn a lesson, but then the next time we go through it, you kind of forget the lesson that you learned, and so you feel like there is no light at the end of the tunnel once again. Hmm. Uh, it's I think it's just so crucial that you remind yourself, I've been I've been there before. It looked a little bit different, but I got through it and. Um, just remember that there is light. There is that light eventually. <laughs> wow. And sometimes that light is five years out. I mean, for me, it was many, many years. Right. You know, and a lot of us, a lot of us, if we don't see a light that's like a month or two or three out, mm -hmm. we want to just be done and give up. But um, sometimes those lights are five, ten years out. Right. And uh, um, especially in property management, it's you know, it's generally not a. I would say not a. It's a little bit more difficult to kind of just grind through because you tend to be. You're always under fire, and it's kind of like I just want to give up sometimes. Sure. You know, dodging bullets. Uh, yeah, right kind here, of yeah. the target of everyone's affection is what sure. I'd like to say. Yeah, there you go. Um, so it's um, yeah, it's an interesting field. So. Oh gosh, Alex. I mean, seriously, thanks for sharing it again. I know that you're going to touch a lot of people with that statement that you made um, for sure. So let's go into a, a slightly softer question. This is actually one of my favorites. So sure. we made it through that one. Um, this is the travel back in time question. So if you could travel back in time any age range or time period of your life and give your younger self a piece of advice what would you say to young Alex um a lot of stuff okay. <laughs> so uh, uh 2.0 episode 2.0 yeah yeah um yeah so many things you okay. know I was just so dumb you know? yeah. <laughs> who wasn't who wasn't come on yeah. well you know the biggest thing really is kind of embarrassing like okay sure. so when, when I was younger in my brain, mm -hmm. I was going to be a millionaire by the time I was mid twenties. Sure. And guess how much of a plan I had for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're there. I, get it. I didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life, right? right. But in my brain, that was going to happen. Okay. It was so naive, mm -hmm. you know. And so what I would tell young Alex is, it's going to it's going to be harder. Okay. And it's going to take longer than you than you would ever imagine. Wow. And that that, that sounds depressing, but I, I'm a realist, you know. Sure. <laughs> So, you know, the, the value of learning how to put your head down, as I said before, and just grind mm -hmm. is so huge. And I think that, I especially young, young folks, and I'm not specifically speaking to a certain generation. No. I think this um, applies to everybody. Anybody of a younger age. Yeah. Um, truthfully, for most normal humans, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. it's, it's going to be a process. Mm -hmm. It's going to take daily work, daily discipline. Right. Um, Discipline is seriously underrated. Right, I agree. You know, from from attitude to just choosing uh, to show up on time, mm -hmm. choosing to be intentional. You know, um, when you have downtime at work, like fortunately because I'm a business nerd, when I have downtime, I I get to do the stuff that's nerdy and that. Sure, sure. <laughs> and, and I'm fortunate that that aligns with improving our business. You know. Right. Um, but. Uh, just taking advantage of every, and I'm not trying to be like too type A here, no, but taking advantage of every minute, um, and you know, again, just discipline. Discipline mm -hmm. is so huge. I, th I think that's uh, that's really positive advice, and looking at it that way is, is understanding that there is a process, and things do take time, and it's okay to have large aspirations. I mean, if you didn't have those huge aspirations, you don't just wake up one day and be you're a millionaire, you're a billionaire, unless you win lottery or inheritance. I mean, you have to work for it, and it is yeah. a truly a process. 
there's nothing wrong with that, but you have to understand, and, and this is everybody, I don't think it's younger, I think it's older, everybody in between, if you want something, you have to reverse engineer that, look at the goal, what are the actionable steps that I need to take, and then truly take the action. I mean, a dream is nothing without the action attached to it. Talent is nothing without the action attached to it. Right. Um, so I think that's a, a huge message, not just for young Alex, and that's for everybody watching this or listening to this, myself included. Well, it's something else is I, in my mid-20s, I read an article that was actually targeted at millennials. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and again, I said I'm an old millennial, but yeah. I am still a millennial. Yes. Um, it said, you are, you are entitled to nothing, mm -hmm. and the world doesn't owe you anything, and you've got to earn it. And as basic as that sounds, like in my mid-20s, I was like, Oh, that, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Um, you weren't like, what do, what do you mean? What, is what this? do you mean? This is nonsense. Yeah, yeah. You, you had the right mentality that way. And not everybody does. It's okay. But um, I, I think this is great stuff. Yeah. Really, really, truly is. So, all right, let's go into the next question, which is another crowd pleaser when, uh, when it comes to the viewership inside here. Everybody wants to know what the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing, what, what books they're reading, podcasts they're listening to, influencers, social media, coaches. How are you feeding your mind? Well, these days, um, you know, I, I, obviously I've uh, read quite a few business books, sure. and I guess I'll talk about that first. Yeah, um, sure. I, I guess my my favorite book is probably is Good to Great. Love it. Um, because the author talks all about um, basically leadership, mm -hmm. and he analyzes everything and kind of comes to the conclusion that good leadership is so crucial mm -hmm. to not only the current success but the ongoing success success of a company. Sure. Um, and I'm also kind of a leadership nerd, you know? Love that. Uh, so, I, you know, it's, it, so that's the reason I love that book. Um, okay. Huge fan of the E-Myth. I'm sure you've heard about yeah, that a million times. Yep. Is that, that's kind of back to my nerdy systems and processes. Sort it's a, of, it's uh, a great one. Because you have to, you know, you don't want to own a job. You want to build your business in a way that is, provides that consistent service and kind of what I said before. Um, these days, though, what I was saying before is I'm, I, I'm more podcasty and social media group uh, All right. feeding yep. um, and so in the podcast world it's mainly just business or um, property management specific okay. uh, the door grow show is a fantastic sh uh, podcast wow. it's specific to property management businesses and what you can do to kind of go to the next level okay um, they also have a Facebook group hmm. um, I'd like to give a quick plug to a group that I'm a part of on Facebook it's called lead with integrity okay and this group is phenomenal hmm. um, I stumbled upon it I was um, I was, I'm kind of a new leader, right? and so I was looking for ways to educate myself to become a better leader, mm -hmm. and so I, look, I was looking for a Facebook group, and I kind of found this one, and it is phenomenal. If you are into business, into leadership, um, into critical thought, um, lead with integrity is where it's at. Oh, that's great. Um, we talk about stuff that's happening in the market, stuff that's happening nationally, we talk about more philosophical, personal stuff, Okay. Um, and the beauty of it and I didn't think this existed, but the beauty of it is that it's a group where folks can disagree hmm. and still be respectful and kind um, wow. and have real dialogue where they're actually listening to each other. What, what a concept, everybody. <laughs> yeah. where, where, where is this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's not, especially on social media and comment sections. Agreed. Uh, it's not horribly common. So that's been huge for me. Um, again, just getting feedback from uh, other business leaders, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know that's huge. You have to you have to reach out to other people. Don't ever have such a big ego, you know, that mm -hmm. you think um, either you know it all or you're too prideful to go to somebody and say, "Look, 
Like, I may be good at this, but I suck at this. Sure. Maybe you could help me and give me some direction, you know. Wow. I, I mean, you, you hit so many different variants of educating yourself to physical books, which I'm a big fan of. You're talking about podcasts, groups that were going on, everything, and just reaching out to your peers. That is, that is a multitude of information that everybody should be constantly consuming, whether you're in a leadership role or not. And as far as I'm concerned, we all are in leadership roles, whether it's in your households, whether it's for yourself or for a mega team, whatever the case may be. Um, as always, everybody, I will have links in the comments down below so that you can follow along and feed your mind the same way that Alex does, which is really exciting. Alex, this has been chock full of really, really good, deep content. So again, hopefully everybody's taking notes. As always, you can rewind this on the podcast or you can rewind it on the actual uh, live uh, stream here and you can take notes yourself and go through and listen to this a couple times because I think this is really good. But Alex, I want to follow up with a final question to really kind of wrap all this up. And it ends up being a quote or a mantra that sums you up as a man, as a brand. What does that look like for Alex Yoder? So I have a couple. Hit me. And in honor of our Dwight Schrute. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you, let's, let's bring Dwight up here. This was intentionally positioned here. Yes. <laughs> Dwight's in here. The Dwight Schrute bobblehead. He, he's a part of the Three Stooges here now. That's, <laughs> that's honest. That's great. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, when, you, when I saw that question on the list, I immediately thought of the Dwight Schrute quote. Uh, yes. I think about what an idiot would do. And if an <laughs> idiot would do that, I do not do that thing. <laughs> this is great. This so, is huge. That's, that's actually good logic. Like, it, right? it really is. <laughs> Coming from Dwight, I mean, right. if you haven't seen The Office, you gotta get out of the rock that you you're underneath and really watch. This is a great show, but but you know, more seriously, yes, yes. <laughs> um, my whole life I've lived by Philippians four thirteen, hmm. um, which you can, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Uh, and so through the dark times that I've been through, like, that I mentioned earlier, um, that was a constant reminder. You know, hmm. uh, I can get through this. You know, um, beyond that, I guess my final uh, final quote is actually. George W. Bush, <laughs> and uh, he said that we tend to hold other people um, to their to their worst examples, while we hold ourselves to our best intentions. Um, and the reason I love that quote so much is that um, I'm all about like, introspection and um, looking. It's so important that we look at ourselves right. um, more than we look at others. You know. Mm. Um, I think that we tend to be, and I even myself included, sure. tend to be naturally more critical of other people and less critical of ourselves. Mm. And I'm not saying in like a defeatist way, like no, trying to destroy your, yourself. You know, it's, you know, have pride in who you are, but realize that you are broken just like everyone else. Mm. And uh, so I, I love that quote because it's like, Dick. let's look at ourselves first, and then let's reach out and look at them. But let's communicate and have, you know, I, I guess a uh, a, a perspective uh, that encourages progress and positivity. You know. That's that's big, and I, I think all three of those, when it comes down to it, really sums you up as a man of professional, Alex. This has been great. You are an official real estate titan, my friend. Thank you, sir. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, this is yeah. great. It's been fantastic. And everybody, thanks as always uh, for your time and attention, your love and support. Um, if you like what we're doing here, at real estate titans, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Um, if you listen to those, particularly uh, like the Facebook page, share it with your friends, family, that sort of thing, any colleagues. Um, and check out the YouTube channel because we're on there as well. Uh, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, guys. See you.